You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Limitless Podcast. This is Deanna Heron, your host. As always, I'm super excited for you to be with me today. I'm excited to share. I'm kind of going off topic today, and I'm excited to share what God has put on my heart. So if you are joining me for the first time, I want to welcome you. Thank you for joining. And I just want to always remind everyone that my purpose in this podcast is truly to help women stand in their truth. Because a woman who stands in her authentic truth becomes limitless in her impact. So welcome to this podcast. That means that you are wanting to become limitless in your impact and you are on a personal growth journey of your own. This life is all about growing. It's all about becoming the highest version of ourself. And part of that is walking through many trials to get to a point where we truly can stand in our authentic truth by not settling for anything that is less than what we desire. So welcome, everyone. Today, I want to go off topic for just a minute. This is something that was put on my heart. But actually, to be quite honest, what I'm going to talk about today is marriage. And in my coaching with my clients, this is something that I actually talk about. I coach women to have healthy relationships in every aspect of their life. And we do deep dive into why certain relationships are not a 10 on a scale of one to 10. Why is that not the best relationship that you can have? And it helps me do a deeper dive into their limiting beliefs and some of the traumas that have caused those limiting beliefs so women can live their life to to their fullest. And obviously, me coaching women through this process, I've actually put myself through this process and have been coached through this process myself. So I'm sharing with you a very vulnerable topic, but somebody that's listening to this podcast needs to hear this, or somebody that you know needs to hear this. I'm going to share just authentically about my marriage from from my perspective, not from my husband's perspective. But Mark and I have been married for 31 years. And, you know, in 31 years of marriage, there has been lots of amazing, amazing highs But there's also been some lows. You can't have the good without having the lows, right? There's been lots of disagreements and lots of arguments. And, you know, it's it's something that we have to learn. We have to learn and evolve through the process of being parents and raising young children, which was the hardest part of our marriage, then becoming empty nesters and learning to reconnect with your marriage. We at um, many points in our life were were highly investing in our marriage. We were investing in 
that relationship. We were investing investing in the, the date nights. We were investing in each other. But there have also been times where we just settled and we were just going through the motions. There was a point where we really lost our spark. And we, we all know that a marriage truly isn't 50-50. It really takes two individuals giving 100% to make a, a beautiful, beautiful marriage. I don't know where you are in your marriage today. and But I do want you to know that it can be amazing. It can be something that is absolutely fulfilling. And um, I want to share with you how that has changed for me and my husband. So the process that I, you know, that I put myself through, I'm actually going to share this with you. So I hope you have a pen and paper handy because I want you to take notes. I'm going to give you the processes that you can actually walk yourself through. I noticed at a point in my marriage, and I'm just going to be honest, and I know most women can probably relate to what I'm about to say, but I noticed that I was always frustrated with my husband. Like the guy literally could not do anything right. I had this internal dialogue that was not very uplifting. And you know the dialogue. It's it's the dialogue where the poor man can't even chew right, right? And it's just that aggravating sensation that we get all over our body. But I noticed that it wasn't just the chewing. There was this internal criticism about everything. And I'm going to tell you that that has a lot more to say about me than what it had to say about my husband. And what I realized is the reason why I was having this internal dialogue that was not uplifting to my spouse was because I was holding on to a lot of resentment. And it the resentment came from arguments that we've had that were never resolved. And I was holding on to some of that. Maybe there were some words that were spoken in the heat of an argument and they were still biting a little bit. That sting was still there inside me. Have you have you been there in your marriage when you didn't feel seen or heard or appreciated or valued? I know <laughs> that I definitely have been in those areas and I was hanging on to those. And perhaps there are some really, really deep wounds, deep hurts, and some scars in your marriage. And we've definitely had those as well. But here's what I want you to know. And what I realized is that resentment builds up in your body. Resentment will take you down a very dark, very lonely path. It separates you in your marriage. It separates you from the greatness of a marriage and a relationship of a lifetime. Resentment will separate you. Resentment builds up and can make you feel very sick. And it can absolutely 100% destroy your marriage. And so you have to release it. After working through this process myself, in my quietness, in my stillness, there was a massive release and my heart began to change. I, w- I came out of that process in much lighter, much freer, and I made the decision that I was going to embody, meaning I was going to live out what I wanted in, in a marriage. And our marriage began to change. And it didn't happen overnight. That's what I want you to know. And it's still a daily commitment for me to embody, live out 
the values that I want, the characteristics that I want in my, in my marriage. I want a flirty marriage. I want a marriage that we both are in sync and we are happy, that we do things for each other. I want a marriage where we have fun and adventure. Those are things that are very valuable to me in a relationship is fun and adventure. So guess what? I had to be that person of fun and adventure. I had to be that person that flirts with my husband after 31 years. I had to begin to create that. And little by little, he became receptive to that. So you have to be what you want. And I had to do this without any expectations from him. So I wasn't doing it in a manipulative way. I was doing this from a place of this is what I want to create. And instead of expecting him to be that, I needed to be that. And I needed to create that myself in my marriage. So we began to have more fun. We began to have better connection. We definitely became more flirty. And obviously that leads to better things in the bedroom. I hope my children are not listening to this. Uh, If you have read the book, the book that I wrote, Unbecoming the Journey to Finding Her, this is actually uh, from the forgiveness chapter, but it's, I, I changed it up just a little bit so that it could walk someone through the process of resentment, specifically in a marriage. You can change this for anything because truly anytime you are feeling any type of resistance in any relationship, in any situation, you can walk yourself through this particular process and walk out feeling freer and lighter and more empowered yourself. The bottom line was I was giving my power away to an expectation that I had of my husband that wasn't being met. And in return, I was feeling disempowered. And so to stand in your truth, my friend, you have to be empowered. So how can you take your power back? Let me walk you through this this process. Hopefully, you can write this down. If not, come back, listen to it. And um, it's around nine minutes, eight or nine minutes on this podcast. So here are the steps. And there are seven steps to walk yourself through this process. And I want you to understand the biggest part of this is for yourself, you need to forgive others. Not because someone necessarily deserves forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. And that's a quote by Mel Robbins. And I have hung on to that for so many years because it speaks to me. It's for your own heart. Here we go. Let's walk through this. Number one, regarding my husband, what am I upset about? When you walk yourself through this process, I want you just to say that over and over regarding my husband, what am I upset about? And just write it down, write it down, write it down. Regarding my husband, what am I upset about? Regarding this relationship, what am I upset about? What am I upset about? And write it out. And my friend, you may be surprised how much comes out. This process that I put myself through, we'd been married for 29 years. And so there was a lot of things that needed to come up. And it was, I just continued to write and write and write and felt that emotion. 
Continue the process until you all of the emotions are released and you cannot come up with anything else that you are upset about. So just continue writing. I highly recommend that you do this process in a place where you are undisturbed and you feel extremely comfortable. So, so comfortable that you can release these emotions and write it out. Number two, identify the lens. And what I mean by the lens is a lens is something that we view the world from. And typically, it's a belief. It's either a positive belief, I'm viewing the world or the situation through gratitude, or it's a limited belief. I want you to ask yourself, what is the belief that I am using to view this story, to view this relationship with my husband? What is the belief? What have you been telling yourself? And in my situation, when I looked at what I was upset about with with my husband, most of it had to do with me not feeling important, not me not being seen, and me not being heard. Yours could be something different. I am not loved. I am not appreciated. I am not deserving. I am not worthy. I am not enough, whatever that is. Identify the lens. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you can see the pattern in what you wrote in number one. Number three, now I want you to remove that lens, that belief from which you were viewing your relationship with your husband, remove that lens, and I want you to put yourself in their shoes. Look through the lens of love instead of your hurt or belief. Look through the lens of love. This will change everything. And I want you just to be curious for a moment and ask yourself, is it possible in these situations that I wrote down that I was upset with my husband about, is it possible that they were acting out of their own hurt, wounds, limiting beliefs? Is that possible? And write your answer down. Question number four, what failed expectations do I have? List any expectations or unwritten agreements that you have expected from them. This was the game changer for me because what I recognized is that I had a lot of expectations for my husband that I never told him that I expected him to do any of that. And I want you to understand that our point of suffering is expecting people, places, and life to be different than they are. That is our point of suffering. What failed expectations do you have of your husband? List any expectations or unwritten agreements that you have expected from them. Question number five, are you ready to forgive? Forgive yourself and your spouse. And I want you to start just writing, I forgive my partner for blank. I forgive my partner for blank. I forgive my partner for blank. And once you're through with that, then you can go, I forgive myself for blank. I forgive myself for blank. And when you're finished with that particular exercise, I want you just to close your eyes, be still for a moment, placing your hands on your heart, just breathe. And I want you just to send a little bit of gratitude for this exercise. Gratitude for your spouse. Gratitude for the times that you've had. 
gratitude for the goodness. Spend a few moments in gratitude. And number six is I want you to write out your ideal marriage. What does your ideal marriage look like? What do you truly want in your marriage? Write out the characteristics. Is it fun and adventure? Is it sexiness? Is it flirtatious? What is it? What is it that you value in a marriage? Deep connection, communication. Write out those values. And then number seven, I want you to ask yourself, can you commit to fully being the person that you want in that ideal marriage? Can you fully embody that? I'm going to tell you it's going to take intention every single day. It will take intention every moment of the day until it becomes a habit. But as you start to embody the values that you want in your marriage, it's going to change you. And as you begin to change your heart, your marriage will open up. Your marriage will change. And I want you to remember, you can have that ideal situation. You can be the one that begins the change. Be the one. I'm so grateful that you joined this podcast, and I'm so grateful that this message is going to impact many, many marriages. I want to put a disclaimer here. If you are being hurt in any way in your marriage, this particular topic may not be for you. You may need to seek some help for yourself. Okay? I just want you to know that. This particular topic is for a marriage that just has lost its zest and not a marriage where there's abuse happening. And so I want to honor you for those of you who are in a place of being hurt, being in a place of feeling some resentment. But I want you to know there is some change that can take place. And I know that you can have that beautiful marriage. I look forward to hearing from you as you walk yourself through the process and as you begin to really embody what you really want in this life, in your marriage, and for yourself. God bless you. Have an amazing rest of your week. See you next week. I am honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.